I'm Little Beeb. You're listening to the beautiful sounds of praise and worship on Praise Until Dawn, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. As usual, I want to point you to our podcast of A Time Apart and Praise Until Dawn up at our website at pbnradio.com. That's PBN, Praise Broadcasting Network, pbnradio.com. And at the top of the page there, click on Podcast. You'll find both broadcasts up there. A Time Apart will have ATA colon in front of it want to welcome our Roku listeners. If you have Roku, great way to listen to Praise Until Dawn and Praise Broadcasting Network. Just search for, if, if you don't already know, just search for PBN or Praise Broadcasting Network. And I also want to say hello to all of our iWatch listeners, tablet, iPod, iPad listeners, Samsung, iPhone, and other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top. It has a a small letter F, which is white, with a, a circle of blue behind it that's facebook that will take you to our pbnradio.com facebook page for my personal page while you're at the pbnradio.com facebook page go up to the search bar and at the top enter pat rutherford 1232 pat rutherford 1232 
Have you ever been looking for a song and um, you know you've heard it? I mean, it's going off in your head and you can hear the singer singing the song and you go looking for it and you can't find it. And then you find out that, no, it was sung by somebody else. What? No, it wasn't. I've heard that song. Well, that's why I was a little bit late uh, getting to you right now. And um, I just, I know, I know, I know I've heard that. I've heard that sing. Keith Green. Create in me a clean heart. Apparently, that's not... I didn't have time to go through and hear each song in my head. I, I was looking for creating me a clean heart. I know I've heard him sing that song. But maybe it was part of another song. Excuse me while I get a drink here. Mm -hmm. 
suddenly dry. Um, disappointing. I know I've heard him sing that song. Uh, anyways. While I was getting my shower, I just, I, those, those are times when God points things out to me. I know that, that sounds strange in the middle of the shower, naked before him. Um, creating me a clean, I know, but it may be just part of another song. Sorry, I'm looking at the list of songs over here. Uh, I, I, I thought I've seen it. Well, we'll see. I was in the shower and listening. I, I listen to a talk every time I'm in the shower. And I hear th these phrases, just the, well, little sentences that it boom right up the side of the head great faith how many times have we said I need more faith I need God give me more faith more faith he's already given us faith you want more you've got to do what he says to do to get it And actually, it's doing less than doing more. Great faith doesn't come from great struggle. Hmm. How many times have I been there? <clears throat> great faith does not come from great struggle. It comes from great surrender. the opposite of what we want to do we've had all these sins in our life then have all these sins in our life and you want to be done with them so what's the thing you start doing <clears throat> I'm sorry we have many different kinds of trees here in North Carolina, a, a lot of blooming trees with blooms on them, you know, the cherry tree, the, the uh, dogwood, the um, just on and on and on. I'm, I'm, I'm not a tree aficionado, so um, just in our yard, though, we, we've had uh, the, uh, the non-fruit bearing apple tree, which we have in the front of our yard. All these have these flowers, the flowers come blooming and it gives off pollen. And the bees, the bee take that pollen and they go make honey with that pollen. By the way, I've, I've seen the bumblebees out. I love bumblebees. 
the grandbabies tend to, well, when they were younger, were very afraid of bumblebees. And I, I just told them, I said, I have never, ever, ever heard of a bumblebee stinging somebody. Now, I could be wrong. Well, I'm not wrong in that. I've never heard of it. It's the other bees, the honeybees, the killer bees, and the wasps that uh, do the stinging. But I've, the, the, the bumblebees are too busy trying to stay in the air <laughs> to, go, to go sting somebody. They, it's just beautiful. I, I love the bumblebees. They don't know that they're not supposed to be able to fly. They're too big. Yet some way God has made them where they can fly. Great faith does not come from great struggle. Great faith comes from great Surrender. And I get these pictures in my mind of uh, great surrender. Mm. Where did I get the thought? that we have to do a, a bunch of stuff in order to achieve heaven. In order to become good. <laughs> the saying's true. No one's good but God. You're not going to achieve it by trying to be good. I'm not saying go out and sin. Because when you have great surrender, the desire wanes. Either God is, or Jesus, same thing, either Jesus is Lord of all, or he's Lord of nothing. Heard that one today, too. Mm. You know, those may not mean anything to you at all, but it, it just really hit me upside the head. A lot of these things I'll, I'll write down in the front of my Bible so that I don't forget them. But now I, I type them all out and now there's, there are so many I'm writing in between what I typed out. And so I've got to redo this. I'm gonna have to go to a second page. I don't wanna make it any smaller. I mean, it's already small. I'm going to have to go to a second page and redo the page that I've got on there. Wow.
great faith does not come by great struggle. It comes from great surrender. See what I mean? That it, not, God is not requiring us to do more. Well, you got to, you've got to get rid of this and get rid of that, get rid of this, get rid of that. That's the job of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit in surrender. The realization that I can't do it. Been there, done that. I can't go back to that. I just can't. God says, I don't want you to. Good, I'm glad you can't. It's, it's just like what's up is down and down is up. The, the way to heaven is not through gaining a lot of goodness in our... Oh, that, that just, how do you say it? Um, it's just, it's, it, to me, great surrender says it all. We listen for Holy Spirit. Even in the busyness of life, we quiet. The busyness inside of us. Lay our hopes and desires and wants and needs in front of God. And I would even go as far as to say, don't think about him anymore. God, if, if that, and that's hard to do, I, I know. But the main thing we want is to make sure that our wants and desires are what God wants and desires in us. He's not looking for strong, uh, eloquent, learned people to carry his message. I mean, he'll take them. But he's looking for those with transformed lives who surrender themselves. Now, why is that so hard? It's not. It becomes hard when, I know for most of you, and I'm thinking of the, the martyrs that I have read about, even today's martyrs, it seems trite to sit and, and worry if I'm going to have rent at the end of the month or that I don't have enough to buy the groceries that, that I need that the family needs. Worry starts to come in. Don't do it. Surrender. Surrender. Hey, I'm practicing it just like you. I've just had probably a little longer to practice it because I noticed it in me 
that flaw in me long ago. But still, I, I find myself starting to tense up and a, nope, mm -mm, get busy with something else. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth gives way, picture this in your mind. Though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, Though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling pride, though the elites of the earth get together and are planning control of the entire planet, though you refuse to get an injection and have a an injection passport. Though you're condemned for not getting one. God is our refuge and our strength. A very present help in trouble. Probably one of the, the greatest things that happened in Claudia and my life to help us come out of where we were in the, I'm, I'm trying to choose my words, uh, in the denomination that, that we were in um, very oppressive, very controlling denomination. Fourth generation, by the way, three generations before us were in this denomination. So it was uh, deep-seated within our families. I had a good friend that, um, Jeff, that introduced us to a young man by the name of Keith Green. I still remember. I mean, it was like it's yesterday. He says, Pat, I, I, I know your love for music and uh, I want to give you these albums. I remember putting them on the turntable. This was back in 1980. Wow, 42 years ago. <clears throat> and I would pick up the stylus, put it on the beginning of the record, and songs that really, really, really touched my heart, the song would end and I'd pick up the stylus and put it on the beginning of the song. Thank goodness that did not drive Claudia crazy or that she didn't say that it was driving her nuts. I think she was 
drinking in exactly what I was drinking in. His music, his God-given music, had a huge impact on our life, like this song right here. My eyes are dry My faith is old My heart is hard My prayers are cold And I know how I ought to be Alive to you And dead to me Soften it up with oil and wine. The oil is you, your spirit of love. Please wash me anew in the wine of your My faith is old My heart is hard My prayers are cold And I know how I ought to be Alive to you And dead to me We would sit and listen, and listen, and listen, and listen. Man, I, I, I remember my heart's cry, just crying out, God, this is me. A lot of people can look at the moment that they receive Jesus in their heart and they remember that day Claudia and I don't have that it's more of a realization and a journey that we were on and still are as a matter of fact. And Keith continues to have a, a huge, huge, huge impact on our life. Jesus, God's own son, 
precious Lamb of God, Messiah, Holy One, Jesus, my Redeemer, name above all names, precious Lamb of God, Messiah, sinner slain
As I listen, I'm reliving those moments, beautiful, wonderful moments that I sat in front of the record player.
to be more like Jesus. I want to, I need to be more like Jesus. I want to, I need to be more like Him. Sing it again to the Lord. I want to, I need to be more like Jesus.
forest and the trees and all the things and it says in the Bible that he made them in six days and I don't know if they're a literal six days or not scientists would say no some theologians would say yes it doesn't matter to me but I know that Jesus Christ has been preparing a home for me and for some of you for 2,000 years and if this world took six days and that home took 2,000 years 
Hey man, this is living in a garbage can compared to what's going up there. Thank you. 
wanted to live in the land of promise, but now it's getting so hard. Are you sorry you're out here in the desert, steady your own backyard?
And when the Son of Man comes, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit on his glorious throne, and he shall divide the nations before him, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he shall put the sheep on his right, but the goats on his left. And he shall say to the sheep, Come ye, blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom, prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I was sick, and I was in prison, and you came to me. Thank you. Enter into your rest. shall answer him yes they shall answer him and they'll say Lord when when were you hungry Lord and we gave you something to eat Lord when were you thirsty can't remember and we gave you drink huh. when were you naked Lord and we clothed you Oh Lord, when were you a stranger and we invited you in? I mean, we invited lots of people in. But Lord, I'd never forget that face. Oh Lord, when were you sick and we visited you? Or in prison and we came to you? Lord, tell us. Inasmuch as you've done it to the least of my brethren, You've done it unto me, oh yes. Inasmuch as you've done it to the very least of my brethren, oh, you've done it, you've done it unto me. Enter into your rest. Then he shall turn to those on his left goats depart from me you cursed ones into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was naked, out in the cold, in exposure. You sent me away. I was a stranger and I knocked at your door. 
but you didn't open you told me to go away I was sick racked in pain upon my bed and I begged and prayed and pleaded that you'd come but you didn't I was in prison and I rotted there I prayed that you'd come I heard your programs on the radio and read your magazines but you never came depart from me Lord there must be some mistake when? Lord uh, when? I mean when were you hungry Lord? and we didn't give you something to eat and Lord, when were you thirsty and we didn't give you a drink? I mean, that's not fair. Well, would you like something now? One of the angels want to go out and get the Lord a hamburger and a Coke. Oh, you're not hungry. Uh, Yeah, I I lost my appetite too. Uh, Lord, uh, Lord, when were you naked? I mean, that's not fair either, Lord. We didn't even know what size you wear. Lord, when were you a stranger, Lord? You weren't one of those creepy people that used to come to the door, were you? Oh, Lord, that wasn't our ministry, Lord. We just didn't feel led, you know? But, Lord, uh, Lord, when were you sick? What did you have anyway? Well, at least it wasn't fatal. Oh, it was? I'm sorry, Lord, I would have sent you a card. Just one last thing we want to know. Uh, when were you in prison, Lord? Lord, what were you in for anyway? I had a friend in Leavenworth. Enough! Inasmuch as you've not done it for the least of my brethren, you've not done it unto me. Inasmuch as you've not done it to the least of my brethren, you've not done it unto me. Depart from me. And these shall go away into everlasting fire, but the righteous into eternal life. my friends the only difference between the sheep and the goats according to this scripture is what they did and didn't do Yeah. 
job's done Oh bless me Lord, bless me Lord You know it's all I ever hear No one aches, no one hurts No one even sheds one tear But he cries, he weeps, he bleeds And he cares for your needs And you just lay back And keep soaking it in to me in such a holy way, such a complete way, 
that I die for that faith and I die for that belief because it's more than a belief. He lives in my heart. And that's the only proof. It's the only proof that I can give you because he lives in my heart. Those people that knew me before didn't know that I could believe something so strong. The gospel is simply this. Jesus will forgive all your sins if you'll come to him humbly, lay down at his feet and say, you're the Lord and I'll follow you the rest of my life on earth so that I can have the rest of eternity with you and the glory of your Father. Someone has to pay the price You can pay it yourself Or let someone else But who would be that nice To pay a debt that isn't his Well, I know someone like that And he's your best friend He really is He really loves you People don't find out till they're half dead that they need another life. You say you've heard everything that's ever been said about the way, the truth, the life. You say you've heard lots of preaching all before so many times. But did you ever open up your door? Give him a chance to prove himself, but he's real. I hope you find out before it's too late that there's really nobody else. You know, it's breaking his heart the longer you wait, cause you've only been lying to yourself, cause no one not even you You know you're gonna find out That he's the way No matter which way you choose But I pray I find out by his love I'll bow your heads with me, please.
you're drawing closer. Trials come to test my faith. But when all is said and done, Lord, you know, it's been worth the wait. Jesus, you're the one who set my temple blowing out the dust within come and breathe your breath upon me for I've been born again Son, my son, why are you striving? You can't add one thing to what's been done for you. I did it all while I was dying. Rest in your faith, my peace will come to you. When I hear the praises stop Oh, I want to rain upon you Blessings that will fill your heart I see no stain upon you Because you are my child And you know me To be your only holy Nothing that you've done remains only what you do for me My child, my child Why are you weeping? You will not have to wait forever That day and that hour in my keeping The day I'll bring you into heaven For when I hear the praises start My child, I want to rain upon you The lessons that will fill your heart I see no stain upon you because you are my child and you know me To me you're only holy Nothing that 
you've done remains only what you do in me just what you do for me my precious pride the day is nearing Take you in my arms and hold you I know there's so many things that you've been hearing But you just hold on to what I have told you When I hear the praises start my bride Since that would fill your heart Oh, I see no stain upon you Because you are my child And you know me To me, you're only holy Nothing that you've done Will remain Only what you do for me Just what you do in me All over the world, there are people who risk everything in following Jesus. I remember being challenged by a girl called Fatima from Saudi Arabia. She was in her mid-twenties and living in one of the most hostile places on earth to be a Christian. She'd not always been a Christian. In fact, she started life as a Muslim. And then through a period of searching, she actually became disillusioned with faith and, and chose atheism. She said that a lot of her friends would say, the Bible references Muhammad. And so what she did was she spent hours researching the Bible and she said no matter where I looked I couldn't find any reference to Muhammad but she said the one thing that I did feel as I read the scriptures is that God was near me and that the evidences and the information presented was true and intact it wasn't long after this that Fatima began blogging began getting online and writing blogs for for her friends to read. She wanted to share her newfound excitement for God. As a measure of safety, she would do it under an alias called Rania, which translated means contented. To protect her from the multitude of insults and responses that she would get to her writings about Jesus, I remember on one occasion she received the following reply. To one of her blogs about Jesus' love for the Saudi people. And it says, You worship a foolish, crucified, cursed Lord. We are not honoured by Saudi Arabian Christians. If I had you in my hands, I would slaughter you twice. Fatima responded with this, 
May the Lord Jesus guide you and enlighten your hearts. To those who become Christians, how you are so cruel. And the Messiah says, Blessed are the persecuted. And by God, I am unto death a Christian. It's this kind of faith and this kind of lifestyle that challenges me to the core. It's a bold, unashamed, a risk-taking faith. And as I think more and more about this idea of risk-taking Christianity, I ask myself, is there any other form of Christianity? Or is Christianity in and of itself risk-taking? It wasn't long after this series of blogs that Fatima decided to tell her family that she'd become Christian. You see, she said that she was sure of one thing, that they needed to know about Jesus Christ. When she told them about her decision to follow Jesus, an argument broke out amongst the family and it became heated very quickly. And the next day, Fatima returned from a family function to find that her brother had broken into her room and was actually sitting on her laptop. This troubled her greatly because she knew that the desktop picture was a picture of the cross. And she knew that many of her writings and blogs were sitting open on her desktop. She said when she walked into her room, her brother was very angry. Fatima decided to lock herself in the room as a measure of safety. And she jumped online and she wrote a blog to her followers and it it was simply entitled, I'm in big trouble. Over the next four hours, she asked all her followers to pray for her. But she also was able to write these incredible words. Jesus Christ is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Shortly after this, Fatima's brother returned to her room. He burned her face. He burned her back. He cut out her tongue. And he killed her. Her own brother. You know, as I think so much about her story, I I think to myself, what's my response? I think to myself things like risk-taking Christianity. Is there such a thing? Because the Bible that I read, the, the Bible that I see and hear and the stories like Fatima, they tell me that Christianity in and of itself is defined by risk. It's defined by stepping out of comfort zone. It's defined by courage and hope 
You see, it's easy to be a Christian in your head and all, sort of honour God with your words. But being a Christian in your heart and with your actions, that's the real deal. A, a Christian in the deepest fibre of your being. It's where faith, it comes alive and it materialises from faith into action. And your natural response to a relationship with Jesus is to express it any way possible.
See, that's the thing about the Holy Spirit. When you see the Holy Spirit, you want Him. You understand that that's the power that's going to help you follow into the, the, the pathway that God has formed for you alone. I came to the Lord when I was 23 years old. Um, 
He changed me. He spoke my name. I was just, I was just in a place of absolute decadence. One friend says I was really, really bound, and I had no way out. But I was seeking the truth and and wanting to find out all the answers because I, you know, I thought, you know, I'm going to seek after transcendental meditation. I'm going to seek after all of these things. So I saw a lot of things, and I knew that there was nothing I tried was satisfying that need in me. Nothing I tried. And then I, I was going out with this guy named Buck Herring, and he was a uh, disc jockey. But he was he was a guy I was living with, and he came to me and he said, "Anna, you, you need to be born again to enter into the kingdom of God." And I thought, I would have to become a new creature. There's no way in the world that God could possibly accept me at my state. And see, that's the hardest part: is when you know you're sinning, and you don't have the power to overcome it. And that is what. Drove me crazy because I knew that God was real. I I was raised Catholic. I knew that Jesus was real, but I didn't have the power of God in my life. And so when He told that to me, I said, "Okay." So then I started reading. Uh, I read Revelation. Still, I hadn't yet accepted the Lord, but my life was changing. I couldn't get stoned anymore, no matter how much I did. Nothing was working, and it was God just just weaning me from those things, showing me that there is no satisfaction in anything that the world really has to offer. That it all has a limit. There is nothing there, nothing there. Nothing can forgive you of your sins. Nothing can give you the power to really live. Nothing can free you from the chains that you've bound yourself up with, or that darkness has bound you up with. Put it like this: that when I heard the Lord Jesus speak my name. The chains dropped, the darkness fled, and light filled my heart. And I wanted no one but Jesus, because I saw Him, I heard Him, and that was the key in my life—to die to myself, to die to all of my dreams, to die to all the things that I, I thought were valid. That this world would say, "Oh, you're successful, you're great, you you have all the money, you're famous," and the Lord just said to me, He said, "You can have everything you've ever wanted, Annie." Or you can have me, and I said, "I've seen you. Why would I want anything else?" And then he taught me how to play piano, which was the desire of my heart. He taught me how to receive songs from him. These songs that, through the years, have changed people's lives, changed the world. You just look at these things and you go, "Wow, God, you are so faithful and grand and great."
Sometimes I feel out of place Running in this human race When the dreams I had can change my night to sunshine Sometimes sunshine's the only thing I need Crystal words from morning dew can change my been listening to Pat Rutherford and Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. Pat and Claudia would love to hear from you. I'll give you the address in just a moment. Thank you for remembering that Praise Broadcasting Network is listener supported. Your donations help keep PBN on the air for listeners just like you all over the world. Donations are tax deductible in the United States and appreciated from around the world. Our address is Praise Broadcasting Network, P.O. Box 2468, Asheboro, North Carolina, 27204. You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. You may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to Praise Until Dawn, coast to coast and around the world, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.